So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Never burn bridges. I think a lot of times people leave the wrestling business or leave one organization and feel the need to badmouth them. I think that's just ridiculous. I think every one of us kind of made our name from the WWE or from professional wrestling. Hey there, everyone. Rick Uccino here again for Sports Keto Wrestling. Hope you're having a great day. It is always a great day for me when I get to sit down and talk with the champ, the man who is going to face Goldberg at SummerSlam just a little over a week away. He is the almighty WWE champion, Bobby Lashley. How are we doing, good sir? I'm fantastic. It's a beautiful morning. I already got my workout in, so I am feeling great. All right. All right. Always good. Always good getting it in. I'm, I'm hoping to get mine done, you know, you know, whenever my kids grow up and I have time. Um, you know, a couple of months uh, back, we had a chance to talk. Uh, we, we talked briefly about SummerSlam. You know, I asked if you'd given any uh, any thoughts to potential SummerSlam opponents. You know, you said there were a lot of great options. We talked briefly about Damian Priest. Obviously, that's not the direction WWE went. Um, you know, when you found out that Goldberg was the guy, one, was that even somebody that was in your mindset as a possibility? And, and two, what was your reaction when you were told, yeah, it's it's Bobby Lashley and Goldberg at SummerSlam? I thought it was great. I thought it was great. See, um, <clears throat> SummerSlam is such huge, so huge this year. I mean, um, with everything that we've been going through the last year, year and a half, I mean, go, um, SummerSlam is huge. So we, we, we had to stack the deck and um, bring a Goldberg in and, I think it was just it was something that was needed and I, and I like it. I mean, if you have any question on the um, popularity of Goldberg, you could have just come to the arena. When it, when Goldberg came out, the arena erupted. So um, it was a good opportunity for me to knock off one of the people that I looked up to before. Make your peers your your competition. When, Make when your, you uh, Yeah, go ahead. No. Okay, yeah. So going into this match, right? I think uh, I think we can all assume it's going to be extremely uh, hard hitting. But uh, this is also a Goldberg match. He is going to try to make this a sprint, uh, not a marathon. We all saw what he did to Brock Lesnar a few years back. What is Bobby Lashley's strategy heading into this match to get the most out of it to make sure it delivers, and of course, walk out as WWE champion? Um, my what I want to do is just get in the best shape that I can. I did cardio this morning and I'm heading to the gym. <laughs> the last pay-per-view when I had Kofi, it wasn't what Kofi was able to do. Kofi is not dictating that match. And that's what's gonna happen next week. Everybody thinks it's gonna be a typical Goldberg match. It's only gonna be two minutes, three minutes, five minutes, but it's not a Goldberg match. It's a Bobby Lashley match. So Goldberg doesn't even have to get in shape for this match because the outcome is gonna be the same. It's going to be, I'm going to throw him around and beat him up for as long as I want to. So if that's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, I'm the only one that has to be in shape for this. So um, I'm in great shape. 
So we can go as long as is needed. So I'm excited about it. I mean, like I said, I'm going to beat him up. But at the same time, I have a lot of respect for the man. I have a lot of respect for him as Goldberg. I used to watch him, looked up to him. But um, I have the title right now, and, and I'm kind of a different animal right now. I'm a different animal from anybody on the roster. There's a lot of guys that are trying to find their way on the roster, trying to make a name for themselves and trying to do something big. I'm just here trying to hurt people and beat people up. That's it. Now, it, it is interesting that you talk about that because uh, Goldberg recently did an interview with, with WWE India. Uh, I believe he's – I'm paraphrasing here, but he said something along the lines of uh, – you're not representing the WWE championship properly. I don't know what that means exactly. Obviously hard to tell whether or not it's a, a work or a shoot there, but it does lead me to ask, you know, what are your honest thoughts on your run with the WWE championship so far? I've been doing it just the way that it's supposed to be done. When you look at a champion and you look at somebody that's representing that title, um, look no further. I mean, I fit the description. I put in the work and that's something that, that you can't deny any other champion across any other athletic event you're going to want to know who the champion is and what work you put in for it no one has outworked me what are your thoughts about getting to wrestle in las vegas inside of allegiant stadium brand new home of the raiders we're going to have some forty thousand fans in attendance there i believe that's got to be the largest uh, crowd in WWE in, in two years, practically, you know, uh, should make for an absolutely wild night uh, atmosphere. You Goldberg, uh, what are you looking forward to with that uh, surrounding atmosphere in Las Vegas? It's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. Um, I think, I think with, with the intensity they brought when he confronted me about it, if he brings that intensity to the match, it's going to be a crazy match. It's going to, it's going to be one of those matches that shock a lot of people. I mean, I'm not just coming out there just to have a one-minute, two-minute, five-minute Goldberg match. I'm going out there to have a Bobby Lashley match. We're going to fight. We're going to fight. And and what I plan to do is I plan to punish him like I punish everybody else to try to take the title from me. Of course, now, you know, you being the WWE champion, you uh, you have to look over your shoulder. Uh, there is uh, a Mr. Money in the bank out there right now and Mr. Uh, Big E. Uh, of course, uh, you uh, have a little bit of history uh, with with his boys. Uh, the New Day decimated Kofi Kingston uh, just a month ago. Thoughts on uh, E winning Money in the Bank and and possibly getting to do a title program with him? If he comes, he comes. If he comes, he comes. But he saw what I did to his other partners, so that's one thing that he needs to take into consideration. I think he's good where he's at in SmackDown, chasing after Roman. I think that's probably the best possibility for him. But um. I'm not going to be one of those guys that are dead tired after a match. I'm not going to. And that's where they usually come and cash in that briefcase when somebody's down and out. I'm not going to be that case. Not a Goldberg. I'm going to be still fresh. So if he wants to bring it down while I'm fresh and cash it in and see what he can do, I'm here. I'm here. But I think it would be cowardice of him to find a way or a time that, that catches me off guard to come and get it. I think being a man and the man that Big E is – I think he can just come and present that title to me and we can just have a match for it. I was going to say that that would be how I would prefer with somebody like a Big E. Like that would be how I prefer him uh, to do it as a, as a viewer. You know, so many people you know sneak through the back door and and, and try to uh you know win the WWE championship uh that way when the when the champion is down and you know it's it's the opportune moment to do it but I would love to see Lashley and E two 
big dudes just, you know, beating the hell out of each other. I, that's what I would want to see as a viewer. Just find it out. That's what you got to do. You win that briefcase, you should bring that briefcase and put it down like a man, put it in front of the champion's face and say, I'd like to fight for your title. Now, I, I did want to ask you about uh, the, the Hurt Business. You know, obviously, uh, WWE is a cha changing landscape. The uh, Hurt Business used to be four. It's down to two. Um, there was a kick there where MVP was on a, uh, a recruiting uh, tour, and uh, a lot of fans have been uh, wondering, maybe will there be any uh, new additions made to the Hurt Business? One name that gets brought up a lot in the uh, internet wrestling community is a guy like Keith Lee. You want to talk about two dudes who were, uh, you know, two Brahma Bulls beating the hell out of each other. That's what you two dudes did uh, a couple weeks back. Interesting names like Naomi pop up all the time. Have there been discussions between yourself and MVP about possibly adding to the Hurt Business, or is it just focus on Bobby Lashley at this moment. Nope, nope. We've we've discussed it. Not, <laughs> not gonna not gonna uh, open up the curtain there a little bit for me. You keep business behind closed doors. That was a secret meeting between MVP and myself. <laughs> I can't let you know. If I let you know then it's gonna be on the it's gonna be on all over the internet the next day. Bobby Lashley said he's gonna pick up Keith Lee. Bobby Lashley you know there's a lot of people that I think could use um a little bit of assistance, a little bit of motivation, a little bit of guidance. Um, and we do have a couple people in mind. I think uh, some of those names that you that you said are are, are worthy, 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 worthy um, members. But then again, you know, some of the guys that we had before, Sheldon and Cedric, you know, those guys are incredible talents also. Um, don't know what we're going to do with the herd business, but I know that there's, there's room. There's room for um, growth. Uh, talk about change a lot. This year has been uh, incredibly rough. Uh, the the wrestling landscape always shifting, you know, dang near every day. Uh, a lot of talented people right now find themselves on the free agent market. You are a guy who left WWE in 2008. You came back and now you hold the top prize in the entire industry. You know, what would be your advice to anybody who's uh, out there right now who's kind of uncertain about what their their wrestling future may hold? I just stay motivated, man. I, I think stay motivated. If, and, I, and I told some of the people this before I even came in. There was a couple guys that contacted me that were in WWE when I was out. And they asked, you know, what's going on, man? And, and, and do you have any advice for me? And I always told them, I said, you know what? If you're good, your talent can't be denied. That's one. And then two, never burn bridges. I think a lot of times people leave the wrestling business or leave one organization and feel the need to badmouth them. I think that's just ridiculous. I think every one of us kind of made our name from the WWE or from professional wrestling in, in one sense or another and made a lot of money. You know, I, I, I look at it on a nightly basis when I'm able to tuck my kids in and, I, and the, the ability to put a roof over their head and give them things that I didn't have and some of the money that I made from the wrestling business. So I'll always have respect for the wrestling business across the board. And I think that the, the fans need to understand that if you see some somebody that's fighting one organization or the other, just don't even pay any attention to them. Lose them as a fan. Like, as a fan, walk away from them because they don't understand what the wrestling business is about. Everybody needs to get, everybody needs to eat, everybody needs to feed their kids, and everybody wants to have a good show. And instead of trying to put somebody else down, you gotta just say, you know, look in your own field and, and promote what you have instead of hating what you don't like. And that's all I got to say about that is, is some of the guys that if you leave, leave with a, leave with, with a lot of motivation and, and, some, and, and, and keep doors open for yourself. 
Uh, real quick to wrap up, Lashley, I do want to go back all the way to the beginning of uh, your career because a, a mutual friend of ours uh, said that I should ask you about your first road trip in WWE, your time on the road with Jimmy Yang and Mark Jindrak. Uh, what do you remember about that time early on in your career and any uh, any favorite moments of hanging out with those guys? <laughs> Let me. I'll just say it like this. When we first came up, they told us um, it was different. You know, nowadays guys come up and, and a lot of these guys already think that they're a star and they're already ready to be the number one guy. When we were first coming up, and I was first coming up, we were always um, quiet and paid a lot of respect for anybody that was on the show and just sat back and quiet and was quiet. And the first road trip I went on was with Jimmy Yang and Mark Jindrak. And um, I was sitting in the back seat, and let's just say they got a little wild there. <laughs> <laughs> and the whole time I'm just sitting back. As good little boys just sitting back there like, I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I'm just going to sit here and be myself. <laughs> but that's all it was. It, it was, it was, the story wasn't so big. It was just kind of one of those things where um, you just wanted to keep your best foot forward. You didn't want them to know too much about you. And you didn't want to just, just, just keep your mouth shut and just do your work. And that's what I was doing. And uh, me and Jimmy kind of, we joke about it to this day, the fact that, um, when I was driving, they were just all carefree and I was just really like just locked up and I was just being the good kid. <laughs> but that's just how it was. I mean, it was just a different time. Um, you would understand it if you were in that time, because a lot of the people that I had um, was in developmental with when they came up to the roster, they had to really kind of defend themselves and had to look out for themselves. So I thought this was my time where I was going to get caught and then, and, I was going to end up in court and, and all this other stuff, <laughs> but they were cool. They were really cool. And, and we, I had a good time with those guys. I learned a lot from those two. Yeah. Uh, knowing Jimmy, as well as I do, I know respect is a, a big thing uh, with yes. him and uh, yeah, it was letting the cat out of the bag. It was him who told me to ask you about that. So uh, I, I'm, glad, I'm glad you gave me the response that you did. I really appreciate your time uh, through all the tech issues that we had. Uh, good luck at SummerSlam. I'm going to be there. Looking forward to watching you do your thing in person once again. Thank you, man. I appreciate you. All right. Take care. Good, sir. And good luck moving forward.